Oh jeez. Okay. Um hello guys. Uh, this is the Tango Durians. Uh sorry for the huge hiatus. Um we just had some technical difficulties as in my computer crapped out on me. So I was uh waiting for a new one. So uh we are back and we are running on a fortnightly schedule now because uh Yay, the lockdown has been lifted. Sort of. Yeah, back in the wild and <laughs> back to work. Back to work. My end. <laughs> yeah, same, same here, same here actually because uh, um, teachers can go back to work at school. It's just that we are, um, we are not teaching students, we're teaching still images on a screen. <laughs> Yeah, what about um what about the tango scene? Um I've uh, I've heard uh, that Vietnam has gotten back into the swing of things. Taiwan, well done yeah. to you guys. Um New Zealand too, I believe at this point. Uh New Zealand's yeah, New Zealand's got And I think Korea never really shut down actually over the last couple of months. They've still been pretty active. Yeah. And I think China's back as well. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Okay, so like, yeah, news from Tango, it's not that Corona has been defeated, but Tango in Asia is slowly coming back and Corona has been, let's say, a put down. A little bit, not defeated, <laughs> just a put down. All right. Controlled. So, sorry. <laughs> Controlled. Controlled, yeah, that's Somewhat. the right word. That's the right word. Somewhat. <laughs> All right, but uh, we are not going to discuss that. For today, we are going to discuss our topic, which is shoes, tango shoes, hip or hype. All right, so let's discuss this. Let's play the sting. <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's jump right into it. Okay, Tango Shoes. How many pairs do you own, Christina, and no lies? Mm, I currently have five to six active pairs, and I think in the last 10 years of dancing, I've probably gotten to about 20, which I think is actually a fair number given the fact that it's been 10 years. So I average about two pairs a year yeah. <laughs> or more. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, I I have been shoe shopping a lot uh, the past year, two years, the past two years or so. So I am guilty of uh, amassing three pairs of uh, <laughs> of shoes over. No, sorry, um, five pairs of shoes over the last um, few uh, years. Sorry, over the last two years actually. Um, but before that, I've I've just been steadily buying um, some some uh, really nice good quality shoes investing as it were <laughs> all right all right okay so right so what um what do you think is like the difference between tango and street shoes um well if you if you take the from the woman's perspective the actually we start out kind of telling students to take uh any pair of high heels they have with the ankle strap Right. So you see people turning out in platform heels, which are completely uh, undanceable in, by the way. So don't do that. Um, 
and then some people will start out with ballroom shoes as well, right? Um, but of course, with the tango shoe versus a street shoe, it's the alignment of the heel for the woman's very important because it holds the weight, you know, and the balance points that uh, street shoes don't actually have. So if you take a stiletto from a brand, you see that the alignment of the heel is actually further back yeah, yeah. versus the dance shoe, which is in the middle of the heel that gives you the balance you needed, right? Because you have a point where your the ball of your foot is the, the base and then on the heel, it's a, it's a direct alignment up to the ankles, the knees, the hips, right? And that gives you the uh, sort of the physio needed, right? Otherwise, you'll be dancing off balance or your weight's off balance and that's not good for your own posture and your own longevity of the dance. So I would say tango shoes are pretty specialized in the way that they are dance shoes um, and they're crafted to let you dance for hours at a time and uh, not you know, sit in a car to a fancy dinner, which is what street shoes kind of are. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I actually remember uh, an episode on Oprah. Well, uh, it's because my mom was watching. I'm not particularly into <laughs> Oprah. But uh, yeah, I remember this episode of Oprah where she describes some shoes as sitting shoes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely sitting shoes. Them sitting <laughs> shoes. All right, so, um, yeah... Uh, the diff yeah so for me uh, as a guy the difference between tango and street shoes are um, there's there's the looks there's that polish thing and also um, because of the uh, requirements that we have in um, dance where we have to pivot a lot so um, for us like the weight would be more um, not as much as the ladies of course but the weight would be more towards the ball of the foot so a little bit higher heel about an inch-ish or so with the placement of the uh, the center of the heel kind of in the middle um, and also of course we have uh, the pivot requirement so that means uh, mm. the yeah the soles would be leather or suede um, and uh, and yeah that's basically mainly difference and also for for some uh, leaders you know this is like more of a style dance style preference thing some some leaders tend to like uh the tree uh or the middle of the shoe to be very stiff um and uh and some guys like it soft like for, for me I, I like it soft because like it allows me to point through but that being said um i do have a pair of ballroom shoes which i bought um online from from Lazada, a shout out to our friend who works at Lazada. Um, and to those of you who are not from Asia, Lazada is basically uh, a platform like eBay or Alibaba where you can buy stuff um, locally and in, from China. And uh, by the way, Lazada is not um, our sponsor, but if they would like to, um, you know, you know who, you know who to call. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, so. Yeah, um, anyway, this, this shoes uh, with the hard tree um, are very, very comfortable to dance in for long periods. Um, but of course, uh, like men's shoes, it's no issue because uh, we don't have this high heel to contend with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You guys lucky. <laughs> yeah, you guys are lucky. All right, but that being said, um, tango shoes um, for males and, and uh, tango shoes for... Um, for uh, sorry, ballroom shoes for males as well. There are some key differences because Latin shoes are like super high, right. and some tango dancers 
like mainly the short ones actually do dance with Latin heels, like an inch and a half heels. They're like really really high for for men. Um, otherwise, uh, it's pretty much similar. There there is like this cross culture where um, where sometimes tango dancers do just show up in in ballroom heels, uh, ballroom shoes. Sorry. So yeah. Um, but is there, is there a structural difference for guys ballroom heels um, and tango guys shoes? Because for the ladies, at least for the heels, it is a very different look and feel actually between a like a salsa ballroom shoe and a and a tango tango shoe. Yeah, actually, um, for for guys, uh, well, I I come from all the world, so I I kind of know. Um, for for guys, uh, the heel. For tango is a little bit more um, tapered, so it might it might be around about an inch or an inch and a quarter, but uh, it's kind of tapered, so it looks taller than it actually is. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, whereas for the ballrooms, usually it's an inch heel, um, and uh, and it's a, a very fat base. Um, yeah. So so the main difference is there. Uh, of course, as I said, there was the tree thing, but again, some tango dancers like to dance on their on their toes, so they have to have a strong yeah. tree, which is that middle of the the shoe, and they have to have a strong um, point. Um, like styling wise, they use they use that 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 point. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, I don't I I don't know if uh if anybody else knows, but the salsa heel for ladies is generally quite stubby whereas the tango yep. is kind of a, a thin stiletto right um yes yes <laughs> yeah so the for the ladies at least the 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 shape of the tango heel is actually what distinguishes it from the other dancers in that it goes up to 9 cm 10 cm heels um and the lowest actually most people end up going for would be like a 7 cm which is in itself still relatively high uh, versus a salsa or ballroom shoe and that's more a function of the dance type because when you walk backwards um actually having a longer heel um helps you land faster uh in in the dance and in the embrace um and we don't do the spins right the salsa spins and the movements are a lot less fast so we're, we're really just you know using that and it also accentuates i think the heel actually really accentuates the the beauty and the look of the dance, right? Because, you know, the, the, the thinner the heel, the sexier it looks. And then, you know, it's just a part of the styling um, and the aesthetics, the visual aesthetics of it. Interesting, interesting. And uh, there are some maestras who actually recommend to Ali that um, mm. she wears a, a heels with a softer tree so she's able to point through. Right. So, um, yeah. But yeah, but but a lot of times uh, it's more of a platform type, whereas there's a structure and you can like dance more comfortably. Which one would you prefer? I've noticed that the dancers, the 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 real professional dancers, actually tend to get shoes that have a softer base. I believe um, just the brands they use, you can see, and the way they flex, right? Um, and they also tend to get sizes that are actually right on a fit, meaning that holes are actually around the edge. Because um, I believe that that allows them to feel the floor better. Um, I personally think that if it's too rigid, it also doesn't give you the flexion needed sometimes to control the weight balance transfer between the toes to the heels. Because if it's too rigid, then you, it's a bit clunky. You're not, you're not, your foot is not allowed to do the bend uh, properly. So 
uh, one of the shoes I've gotten recently, which is Suple, um, it's known for having the flex- flexion on the toe part of it. But most of the shoes, uh, when you first get it, you kind of bend it a bit to, to break it in, right? Because it gives you that, that feel a little bit better as well. Yeah. That's from a, okay. In, interesting that you talk about bending and breaking it in because it sounds very much like a ballet <laughs> thing. Yeah. Uh, not as bad as a ballet thing, I mean. um, but it does uh, it does give you the control because I think as you get better in the dance, you realize that actually it is still a dance element to it, right? It's not just uh, that there's still techniques behind it that uh, we may not emphasize as much uh, versus connection and other moves, etc. But the foot is actually you know, something that you really need to look at and concentrate on. And especially as a woman, when you have nice shoe and you got to take care of your footwork and it needs to look nice. So all this plays a part. It all helps the whole package. Right. You mentioned this brand Souple. Where is it from? Yeah. How does it feel? <laughs> all of it. All of it. Uh, Souple is an Argentinian brand. I think it's, uh, from what I hear, it's been the latest model of choice or a brand of choice for a lot of the, the, the professional teachers over there. Um, Argentinian. I actually don't know the background of it. So I'm going to just Google it and see anything comes up. But um, in terms of Tango Shoes, I think there's been a real proliferation of brands over the last couple of years, um, all over the world, actually. And Europe has plenty of brands now. Asia has some brands. Um, and Argentina, of course, has probably the most. But um, they, they don't really, they're not really known or shipped worldwide. Um, and it's so expensive to ship. So what happens is I think uh, certain brands become a bit more famous. And then, of course, you see teachers wearing them. So you ask them where they get it from. And then everyone's got their, their own recommendations, their own favorites for, for their own reasons, right? Um, but yeah, Souple, I found, has been an interesting one. The heel is very much towards the center of the heel, um, even more so than some of the other brands I've tried. And the front part is super flex. Um, but it's still very stable, so it doesn't let my ankle roll because some shoes do end up um, not being so stable throughout. So I do feel a bit of ankle rolling. But with this one, actually, I have to say that it's it's been pretty good. And I would probably buy another pair to just check the quality and um, try a different style and see how it fits and feels as well. Interesting, interesting. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, you're saying that Souple is a pretty good brand, but right now us you know it's tango durians we've got to talk about stuff in <laughs> in asia um i've been yeah. looking at a lot of asian brands really coming <laughs> up um and the thing about tango like in general is that everybody knows everybody so of course <laughs> of course these these shoemakers are all pretty much our friends um so we have barbara with her parados um brand um from taiwan and uh-huh. uh, yeah and she's she's been coming up with some great designs uh a lot of the asian dancers are praising the quality um the fit because again we're talking about asian feet which are different from you know caucasian feet ah that is very true um i find like the sizes obviously when they come to asia actually the size ranges here like 34 35 36 um, 37, 38 max, right? You, you're going to find it hard to find the 39, 40 styles, 41 styles, right? Um, which is also true because I, I do believe there's a certain foot shape that is very different between the East and the West. Um, and also just uh, 
how do I say? I, yeah, there's definitely a foot shape difference. And it's actually very hard, I believe, um, for shoemakers to get this quite right. Um, I know a couple who have started one in London called Yuyo Brujo. And they've done like three years worth of molds with like a, a Spanish shoemaker before they finally hit the right mold and the right, um, uh, how do I say, it? structure that works for feet in general. And then even then trying on different samples of theirs, you realize that different shoe structures will still give you a different feel. Um, so it's very hard actually. Uh, feet seem to be a very tailored thing. And especially when you're dancing, um, it becomes even more so. And then, you know, us with our heels, we are fussy and it's, you know, it, the, the longer we can dance with the heels on, the better. Um, otherwise, three hours in, you're like, I that's it. I'm, I'm giving up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Because with uh, even with my shoes, if like it's pinching it at, at the front or whatever, <laughs> it's just not, yep. it's just not worth going through the aggro, um, you know, of a whole milonga. Um, yeah, that's when I just turned them into sitting shoes. <laughs> that being said, all right, Argentine shoes, are they still the best? I mean, we've got Babs with her Parados. We've got um, Odile um, with Odile <laughs> <In Young. laughs> from Korea. Um, and we've got the Filipino brands, which is uh, Orkeo. And uh, Orkeo is a brand that's that I'm using right now uh, because... <laughs> Uh, first of all, uh, they they know me very well. They love me, <laughs> and uh, secondly, they're nearby. They're um, very cheap, so there's there's that. And me, I mean, for for me, uh, oh, and they also come up with great designs for men. So uh, you know, like they have, awesome. yeah, they have faux snake skin. They have the uh, the uh, what do you call it? the the wingtip style with uh, with uh, dual colors. Um, and, and yeah, they have patent leather and all that stuff. And the thing is, they basically can custom mold my feet, which is great because I have weird feet. So like, yeah. <laughs> so for, for me, uh, they're, they're a tried and true, um, brand. They, they come up with great designs, um, and they, they have a relatively good customer service experience, which for me is great. And that's the thing, Asian boutique manufacturers like these, for me, are the most comfortable to deal with. But of course, you might have your Comilfus, um, your Souples, and your Neotangos, and all this shit stuff. Sorry, I don't want an E. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, let's, let's, this begs the question. Are Argentine shoes still the best? Go. <laughs> okay. I think that's a tricky question. I honestly, I haven't bought. Okay, I mean, besides to play, I haven't. I've been leaning to the Asian shoes more just because it's more accessible. I.e., if you go to let's say a marathon or a festival over in Asia, you find that the shoes on display are more likely to be let's say the local make or at least from the region. And then whatever comes across from Argentina are limited designs. And then, you know, you might not like the styling, etc. So I have heard, though, that the quality has gone down for the shoes. Um, you know, people who have bought Comeo Foles from the early 2000s until now have said that um, it hasn't lasted as long. Meaning that the shoes, you know, uh, maybe it's a manufacturing thing. Maybe it's a quality thing. Um, not sure. Not sure what's going on. Um, but definitely, I think the skill sets have started to move. And I think as people get used to the dance and, and you know, we have shoemakers, obviously, in this part of the world who are um, 
well-versed and also it's probably cheaper labor, et cetera, right? So, to some degree, which allows you to then, you know, create more competitively priced shoes. Um, and as the, the market grows, uh, you'll see more and more brands, I believe, popping up and, uh, you know, different designs, different ways as each of them try to make their mark. And it's especially, I think, for the woman's side, especially, I think just because the designs you see from even just one brand can vary in, you know, in the tens to a hundreds, right? It's a big brand. And there's just so many styles nowadays and just so many, you know, different material, fabrics, colors, that it's almost never ending. And, you know, we love our shoes. So it's just an excuse to buy more. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's basically it. Like, you know, we, we love, we love to, uh, you know, mix and match and we, we, yeah, we do, we do these kind of things. Like, I mean, uh, girls more, but men also, um, like I've, I've had, I, I've had days where I would, um, I mean, I have a pair of, uh, gray Fabios, um, and, uh, and these are kind of like the last pair that I mean. This is what the seller said: the last pair that was there in the shop that was made in Argentina before they switched over to uh, another oh. country for for manufacturing. Um, and that's the time when it kind of dipped down because the QC is just not there. So they outsource. You mean from an Argentinian like on the ground manufacturer to uh, I don't know another country, yeah, another which is country which shall not be, which shall not be said. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so that's that's for that manufacturer. I'm not sure about another, another one. But sure. Yeah. These, but these Fabios that I that I bought, um, even though with the exchange rate is crazy, it's almost a thousand ringgit. Uh, like, you know, if you're earning a thousand of anything, like spending that is hard. Um, but I believe at that time it was like two hundred fifty US dollars. Um. So, but that being said, it's lasted me through. A lot of workshops, a lot of performances, a lot of milongas. These are my most comfortable pair of uh, of shoes. Um, like they're almost like sneakers. Um, yeah. And they're, and they're gray. So like every time I wear a gray th- a gray suit or gray pants, those are gonna be my my go to shoes. So like there right. is that element of mix and match that we have as um as pe- as social people. So so yeah. That being said, yes, the color is there and everything, but. In terms of quality, I do believe that the Argentinian shoes have gone down, and I'm not knocking on you guys, Argentinians. I'm just asking you guys to do better. <laughs> well, I mean, the better is for the competition, right? I mean, when the European shoes started coming out and the Turkish shoes, for that matter, um, it becomes a lot more competitive. Whereas last time, you could only source your shoe from Argentina, for example, and then people would bring it home. Or you know, carry it back in suitcases. Now you have local brands, a lot of the Italian brands, and they also have a tradition of shoemaking in their own countries. On top of that, so it's just you know, it's quite easy to just switch over, right? To be like, okay, we're gonna produce these, and then, um, you know, maybe use an example from Argentina as to you know what's the latest style, and then be able to, in some sense, copy or create something around it. Yeah. Yeah, copying or creating something around, but also like once you have that. I believe, um, I mean, it's it's kind of like any sort of manufacturing. Like once, once you have a, a good product out, like you have that yes. base, then you kind of modify like whatever your base is, and that's R and D right there. And it's not, and it's not a huge thing. Like you can you can just you know take whatever you have, like maybe um, you know three D print or oh three D printing is amazing. Um, <laughs> I I. I uh, I have I have this uh, this this friend of mine who 
is i mean he's he's not he's not a tango dancer or anything but he mm-hmm. rapid prototypes a lot of um like kitchen utensil designs like oh, cool. in, yeah in 3d printing and plastic and then he's like ah okay this is great then he then he you know refines it and you know so like these kitchen utensils kind of turn into like a different version of the original and i yeah i do believe with the with the advent of rapid pro- prototyping maybe yeah like every everybody can like 3d print their own like heel or whatever to the exact specification of their shoe that, oh that would be, that would be amazing that, like I put my foot there and be like okay follow this shape <laughs> yes so that i i believe would be the final frontier for um shoe designers because you know imagine like having to you know ha- having this ability to um to custom mold for each person that's like wow amazing so yeah so um yeah besides i mean that was a huge segue we promised we wouldn't do segues oh my god <laughs> uh, anyway um so with yeah with with that with that being said uh, thank you thank you very much for listening to my ideas uh, mr shoemaker or you know shoe mistress you know you know that's that's a free idea for you guys <laughs> okay. i think shoes are still very personal right like i've tested a few brands and sometimes you try different shoes and it's expensive investment so sometimes you buy a pair and even though it doesn't really fit that well you're like okay now i know and then the next year or two i won't i may not come back to this pair again um but it's also hard to tell it's, it's really hard to tell actually and sometimes i guess i don't know i've worn some of my shoes down to the bone for the ones that i really love and there's somewhere i've tried it once or twice and i'm like nope nope and i keep buying open back shoes and like every single time i do that i wonder why i do that again because i know it doesn't work for me <laughs> and, yeah. and i have four or five pairs of these open back shoes i'm like oh they're so pretty but i cannot dance in them because of i have a bunion and the alignment just goes so off when i dance in them yeah yeah unfortunate. The... sorry sorry uh, again what what do you say it's unfortunate because i i like a lot of open back designs but i can't dance in them so functional over form i know is it yes form no functional form over function yeah. no that's not right either <laughs> yeah, i need to be functionally be, be able to let me dance <laughs> so it's function over form in this case <laughs> okay yeah true that true that true that no lie uh yeah and, and that and that's the thing sometimes we go too much into the uh the form and not enough into the function which is Yeah. you know all, all of us end up with uh with foot injuries and um as tango dancers you know i mean i i i have a friend in in singapore a a a, a lady who actually um just had surgery for bunion and um oh, no. yeah um and she and, and she and she told me it was a pretty bad uh you know it, it's a pretty bad um Uh, experience like doing the surgery and not being able to to do this uh to, to, to you know to do what you love basically so yeah mm, yeah because you're out for six months with a with a bunion surgery yeah, but exactly. but yeah i think but it fixes it permanently so that's the other that's the other part which is a bit appealing right like once you get it done once it actually doesn't come back so that's that's a good thing But of course, you know to make sure surgery goes well and um, nothing, you know, there's no repercussions or impact. That being said, I'm now looking at Comeo Foes online because I'm like, oh, I haven't bought a shoe in two years. 
<laughs> but I'm not dancing either, so this sucks. Dude, no, no, no. <laughs> hey, let's let's not get back into that trap. It's on sale. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> They're on sale. How much? They're like, twenty percent off. Twenty percent off. Okay, out of how much? So it's like 160 USD. Right. <laughs> so 20%, 160 USD. No, no, no. After discount. <laughs> discount. So after discount. So that would mean uh, you are spending 160 times 4.2 in Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shush, shush. Yes, I know. It's 700 bucks. <laughs> so that's, that's so much. I won't use in the next few months because, you know, I can't dance. Because there's no dancing. There's no <sighs> dancing. All right. So... Again, like, uh, yeah, these are all questions that we're going to be asking over the next few months. It's on sale. Should I get it? Will they deliver? I'm, I don't know. My, my Asian durians, it's up to you. But uh, you got to remember, borders are still closed. Man, I really need to dance. I'm just, oh, either that, actually, not really. I've kind of forgotten how to dance by this point. I think this is the longest I haven't. Step on the dance floor ever in the last ever since I found Tango. Yeah. Can you imagine? That? Yeah. Can you imagine that? that I I can imagine actually. Easy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, but yeah. I mean, in any case, we are kind of running out of time. So, Alrighty. final final verdict. Um, shoes. I mean, Tango shoes. Hip or hype? Definitely a lot of hip and little hype. Hip. Mm -hmm. Hip because it is important to dance in. Hype because uh, Argentinian shoes, you got to do better, man. Like us Asians are catching up and, you know, we are very, very discerning um, buyers. What about you, Christina? Hip or hype? Definitely hip. Tango shoes are the tools that we use to dance with. So definitely hip for me. And they're so pretty. <laughs> so pretty. All right. So, well, thank you very much. I've been Iski. And I've been Christina. And this is the Tango Durians. Bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs>